Welcome back to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreaux. Here I reveal the stories of legendary people nearly forgotten by our history books. Today I'll be talking about Tamar the Great, the female king of the country of Georgia whose reign initiated its golden age. Georgia, a country in Western Asia that sits between Russia and Turkey, was relatively stable by the time Tamar was born in 1166 AD. Her father, King Georgie III, tried to bring prosperity to the country, but constant political unrest made this difficult. As the eldest daughter of the king, Tamar was named his successor and crowned co-ruler by the time she was 12. Georgie died in 1184 when Tamar was 18, leaving her the sole monarch and new king of Georgia. Tamar's ascent to the throne caused some controversy among the noble faction, who wanted her to grant them extended powers and privileges. Tamar negotiated with them on legitimate concerns, but she drew the line at the nobility's insistence for the power to make laws, thereby earning the majority of the nobles' support by this diplomatic move. The nobles did succeed a year later in pressuring her to marry for the sake of an heir. So in 1185, Tamar and the Russian prince Yuri Bogolyubsky were wed. Tamar remained the country's ruling monarch, and Yuri proved a valiant commander in battle. Unfortunately, Yuri's unsavory character soon revealed itself as well. By all accounts, the man was promiscuous, coarse, and a drunkard. This prompted Tamar to request and receive an annulment from the Orthodox Church about two years later. Tamar was a strong supporter of the church not only in her own country, but also abroad. In 1187, Sultan Saladin had just retaken Jerusalem from the Crusaders. Tamar immediately sent messengers to Saladin, as well as the Muslim rulers of Alexandria, Sinai, and Libya. She made the rulers promise to treat Christians in their territory well, and even regained some confiscated Georgian property. In 1188, Tamar remarried, this time to the Ossetian prince David Sulslan. The two were well matched, and the marriage proved a success. Tamar's ex-husband Yuri, however, had been busy as well. After Tamar had secured peace with the Muslim nations in the south, Yuri invaded Georgia with some rebels from the west. His revolt was quickly crushed, yet Tamar showed him mercy and sent him into exile instead of death. Tamar had her first of two children with Sulsan in 1192, and to celebrate, her husband led a military campaign that captured parts of Albania and Turkey. Unfortunately, this prompted the caliph to declare a jihad against Georgia. The ruler of Azerbaijan, Abu Bakr, took up the challenge, and who should join him but the exiled Yuri? Tamar's ex-husband planned this time to conquer Georgia through Muslim aid. He pledged his loyalty to Abu, but the alliance was for naught. Yuri was defeated by a Georgian duke within a year. As for the rest of Abu's forces, they definitively lost to Tamar's army at the Battle of Shamkor in 1195. At this point, Georgia reached its height of influence, having become a major political and military power recognized by both the Christian West and the Muslim East. This security allowed for a cultural revival known as Georgia's Golden Age. Commerce abounded and the arts flourished. The country saw the rise of both beautiful architecture and literature, and some of Georgia's greatest poetry was written during this era. Tamar also instituted humane legal reforms, such as abolishing torture and the death penalty. As Georgians prospered, the Islamic world became increasingly alarmed by the country's military victories. In 1202, a sultan named Suleiman mustered up an army to attack the Georgian-occupied city of Erzurum. He then sent a letter to Tamar, demanding her surrender and Muslim conversion. In response, Tamar assembled an army and routed his forces in the Battle of Bassiani. By 1204, Georgia was not only defeating attackers, but also vastly expanding its territory. 
eventually stretching as far as Persia. In 1206, Tamar established an entirely new empire on the coast of the Black Sea. This kingdom, the Empire of Trebizond, would last over 250 years. Tamar died in 1213 AD from a sudden illness at only 47 years old. Tamar's reign of 29 years enabled Georgia to reach the zenith of its political, cultural, and military power. The Orthodox Christian Church has named her a saint, and she is a highly regarded figure in Georgian history, referred to as Tamar the Great. If you want to investigate this extraordinary person further, my sources for this episode include the book East and West in the Crusader States by K. Sigar and H. Toole, worldhistory.org, ancientorigins.net, and the Orthodox Church in America's website. Thanks for listening to Hidden Figures in History with Therese Boudreaux, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.